Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with all of your friends. You can connect on social media. I'll tell you about that in just a minute. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. We're going to talk about the NFL. Cam Newton signs with the New England Patriots. Got some other NFL stuff for you. NBA, are they going to get the season resumed? Major League Baseball, and of course, the big question, especially for us folks down in Louisiana and in the South, will there be college football? Will there be high school football? Will there be NFL? Unintended consequences. That's part of the discussion with Trey Blossman and I here on this episode of Sports Takes. Hey, if you want to connect on social media, you'll always get a link. You can give us some feedback. Connect with me, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're going to hear a quick message from Anchor, who hosts our podcast, Then we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It'll be thoughts and observations and hard-hitting opinions on sports takes right after this pause on Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market then you were talking sports with tk i am tommy christ and as i mentioned about to be joined by trey blossman for yet another episode of sports takes hard hitting opinions strong thoughts and observations by trey blossman and myself please share this podcast with all your friends trey blossman hello how are you doing today doing good tommy Doing good. I, I tell you, I, I worked out a little while ago, and it is just brutally, oppressively hot out there. I'm going for a little walk shortly after we, we wrap up our podcast here. and uh, I'm gonna, It's going to be a short walk, and I'm not going to power walk. It's just going to be a stroll, but I just want to get a little sweat going. But, hey, the sports world, they need more sweat going. We need more sports. Got a few things flying around, like PGA Tour and some NASCAR stuff, and Everybody's waiting on NBA, MLB, of course, football this fall. Let's start with the NFL, the big story that that came out over the weekend. Cam Newton, former Carolina Panther, signs with the New England Patriots. Going to be interesting. A lot of ways you can go with this, but you're a huge Patriot fan. People have heard us for so many years on the radio and now on our podcast are aware of that. So I can't wait to get your take here on Sports Takes regarding Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. Well, Tommy, yeah, I've been a Patriots fan for a long time, since well before they were good, if you will. Uh, I have mixed feelings. I didn't want to see Tom Brady go. I love seeing players start and finish a career with the same team. Doesn't happen very often anymore. Uh, I was hoping that was going to be the situation with Brady and New England, particularly because they had such a special thing going in so many world championships. And uh, But Tom Brady's gone. He's been gone. The Patriots needed to 
move forward. They've got a good ball club, a team that's won their division many years in a row. And without Tom Brady, certainly that's a big hit. Moving forward with uh, unproven Jared Stedham at quarterback, I think was risky. Now, Stedham might, he might beat out Cam Newton. That's highly possible. But I think the Cam Newton signing for what they're giving up to get him is just another brilliant move by a great football organization, the New England Patriots. They've got nothing to lose whatsoever. Uh, it's the veteran minimum from what I understand. And he brings a dynamic to the offense that they have not had. They've been winning with a traditional pro-style drop-back quarterback. The only times Brady would run is on third and one. He knew how to make two or three yards. Uh, he was decent at staying alive in the pocket, but was never a threat to bust open a long run off of a pass play that didn't develop properly. Cam Newton gives you that ability. I don't like him. I never did. I think he's a punk. I think he dresses like a woman. But he is a good athlete, Tommy. I don't know how healthy he is. Something you brought up with me in an earlier conversation. But if he is, in fact, healthy, he can expand that New England offense beyond what they have been showing and bring them into the modern era like teams with Kansas City, with Mahomes, Lamar Jackson at Baltimore. He just brings a new dynamic. Uh, you know, Jamal Murray, he can do things that Tom Brady could not do. Now, granted, there's things that Tom Brady did that Cam Newton has not shown the ability to do also. But uh, I think the expanded offense is a good thing for New England as they uh, prepare to play the 2020 season. A couple of my thoughts. Uh, I'm not a huge Patriot fan like you, but I have big-time respect for Belichick and the way he has run that organization, okay? And he's been known to bring along a guy that some people might have viewed as an outcast, and he kind of gives them the story on, hey, this is the Patriot way. If you come in and do this, you got a shot. I think he told Cam Newton, you can come in here and compete for the starting job against Jared Stidham. By the way, that's two former Auburn Tigers, not at the same time, obviously. I don't think Newton signed with the you know idea that, hey, I'm definitely the backup. The question will be, is his shoulder good? That's the questions Carolina had and why he maybe, you know, not, not with that organization. And, you know, time will tell on that. I mean, Bill Belichick is going to put the best guy on the field that gives the Patriots a chance to win, whether that's Stidham, Newton, or if, if there's somebody else. I mean, it, it, that's clearly it. And they did get him for about a million dollars, which is the league minimum for a veteran of his stature with number of years in the league. I thought it was comical when 49er defensive back Richard Sherman thought it was disgusting that Cam Newton only got the minimum contract. Dear Richard, Cam agreed to that contract. So really, you're saying Cam Newton is disgusting. So uh, I don't know what he really thinks about all that. Uh, but, hey, you know, Richard Sherman, stay in your own lane. Don't worry about Cam Newton. He, he thinks he's got a shot to start. He thinks he's good enough. My only hope, you kind of made reference to it, my only hope, and I want to believe that this is true, 
that Bill Belichick will not let him wear women's clothes when he's <laughs> representing the Patriots. That That's my only hope. You know, whether that's on the way to the locker room, on the way to the practice facility, on the way to the, to the stadium, meeting with the media, you know, dress like a male. And then I'm sure Belichick has lowered the boom on that. Well, let's hope so, because his uh, post-game press conference attire was always pretty bad, Tommy. Well, and, and what that does, okay, and, I, and this is why I'm saying Belichick probably did that. When Newton wears his women's clothes, he's drawing attention to himself. He's getting, you know, it's not a team thing anymore. It's a Cam Newton thing where I'm going to wear, you know, uh, Mary Poppins' scarf and all this stuff. Whereas, you know, <laughs> Belichick, is that master of this is about the team. We don't want individual attention, which you see Saban doing a lot. So I Saban don't like theatrics after a touchdown and things like that. So, you know, Saban's a, a direct, you know, he follows Bill Belichick in many, many, many ways, not everything, but, but many ways. So let's hope that happens. Uh, you know, NFL, they're going to try to play all indications are that, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, Dan Patrick, national sportscaster, is, is claims he has a solid source that the NFL has a contingency plan to to miss the first four weeks of the season and put them, uh, you know, at the end of the year, obviously pushing the playoffs and the Super Bowl back a month. And here's what I think about that, as well as college football and for that matter, high school football. We're, we're about to see Major League Baseball embark on a, on a 60-game schedule, which I think will be interesting, and that could be for another podcast. The NBA is trying to get some things going. Even though there's players backing out, there's some little hurdles to go over. But for football's sake, high school, college, and pro, if NBA and MLB get their season start and we got you know this big old spike in COVID positive testing, and they have to stop, whether that's after one week, two weeks, whatever it is. They got to put the brakes on and suspend play, stop till further notice. I think that either delays or eliminates football for the fall. Now, I'm not medical. I'm not smart enough to know, uh, you know any facts here. However, I'm basing this on what I read and what I, I hear. And when I hear people who know more than me and I read people who know more than me, that's what, you know, my conclusion that if they start and stop, that's not a good sign for any level of football this fall. Well, Tommy, you know, we first started speculating about whether there would or wouldn't be football probably back in April. We're now almost to July. Uh, and there's no clearer picture as to what the future holds sports wise at this point in time. As I told you before we started recording, you know, all of these leagues are facing a huge challenge moving forward with knowing what to do and what decisions to make. But I think the NBA is a little bit more invested in returning to play than the NFL and Major League Baseball are to starting play because the NBA has already played 75 percent of their regular season schedule. It would be a total waste if they don't continue and crown a champion. Uh, I think it's important that they try to do so. But as you say, if they get started and are delayed for any reason whatsoever, that's a real bad sign for the NFL. And I think for college football as well, moving forward in 2020, I'm going to go a step further, Tommy. 
I, uh, my observation in talking to people and reading social media is a lot of people just don't care about sports right now. Uh, the world's in mayhem. We're watching craziness on our TV at night in these big cities. We saw homeowners in St. Louis last night have to brandish an AR-15 and a pistol to protect their home from people who are rioting and protesting for, at this point, Marxism and anarchy. This is way beyond anything having to do with George Floyd at this point. We're seeing old Catholic men being beat up at statues of Catholic saints by young black people. That has nothing to do with George Floyd, Tommy. We're in such a tremendously dangerous period in the history of our nation. I don't think people care so much about sports. I watch sports every night of the year when there are sports. I subscribe to the MLB package, to the NFL package, to the NBA package. Uh, I, I, the only thing I don't buy is hockey because I don't watch hockey till the playoffs and I'm not interested in soccer. But the leagues that I watch, I generally watch them every night. And I'm just not interested right now. Uh, the Drew Brees situation has soured me on the Saints, as I mentioned to you earlier off uh, recording. Gail Benson announcing a name change for the Dixie Brewing Company has further caused me to be disinterested in the New Orleans Saints. All of this social justice nonsense. The NBA comes out and says people are going to be able to put social justice messages on the back of their jerseys. Here we go with he hate me again. But I doubt any NBA player will be as brilliant and creative as he hate me was. That was a great thing, a great name. It was funny. I don't think anybody's going to come across that way right now. Uh, of course, if anybody came out with a positive message, they're not going to allow anybody to put all lives matter on the back of a jersey, but they're going to allow somebody to put black lives matter on the back of a jersey. We've seen the San Francisco 49ers come out and say they're going to be flying a black lives matter flag at their home games. Look, I wish there was no racism in America. I think there's far less racism in America than our media is trying to tell us to be. I don't believe the death of George Floyd has anything to do with race. It has to do with bad cops. But they're forcing this racism down our throats. People are becoming more racist rather than less racist because of it. And as we move forward and continue to see rampant, unchecked crime all across this country, sports are in trouble. And if the NFL and college football don't play in 2020, their audience in 2021 is going to be a fraction of what it's historically been. Yeah, you know, one of the, the key terms that applies here in sports and everywhere else, unintended consequences. You know, every time there's an action, there's a reaction. You know, and if Gail Benson wants to change the name of the Dixie Brewery, you know, some things that have come out of LSU school-wise, changing the name of the library and from the athletic department, uh, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, other schools and organizations that have said they're going to do things. That's fine. That is your choice. Your pro- Gail Benson wants to change the name of Dixie Biz. She's got every right to do that. But she better 
recognize that the unintended consequences is she may not sell much Dixie beer or certainly not the same amount. LSU may not have the fans they'd like to have after some of the things they've done. Uh, the, the Saints, the 49ers, uh, other teams and organizations and conferences. And, you know, the state of Mississippi is changing their state flag that's been around for well over 100 years. You know, okay, fine. But we'll we'll see what happens going forward. Sometimes you don't realize that unintended consequence. And I just don't know that all these people thought of this. And uh, I think people are being bullied into caving in to a very small faction of people who are offended or upset about something as opposed to taking the energy, putting it positive and trying to correct some wrongs going forward because there's a bunch of wrongs. You know, well, to, Tom, you know, Tommy, we, we are seeing a very small percentage of the U.S. population dictate the policy for all of us. And soon enough, the silent majority is going to have had enough. And... Uh, the pushback's going to come, and and it's going to be ugly. People have talked about a pending civil war for some time now. We may not be that far away from it. Well, we're we're in a war right now. It just does not involve heavy artillery, guns, and you know, and and, and at the military level of what they would call war. But this country is at war over this whole racism thing. And, you know, a couple of bad cops, horrible cops did a horrible thing in Minneapolis. But there's there's a long list of other incidents that have happened. And then you go to, you know, New York and Chicago, where dozens of people are being shot every weekend, you know, and there's no uproar about that. Not not, not one, not one word about the black on black crime in the inner cities. Chicago is a shooting gallery. Uh, what have we seen? Almost 200 people shot the last two weekends and almost 30 killed, including four children. But not one word about that from Richard Sherman or any of the bullies on the left. Uh, people need to wake up and look at what the agenda of BLM is. Uh, they're Marxist. They're open about yeah. it. They want communism, yeah. Tommy. And, you know, many of us in our age group we know people that fought and died defending this country and the world from socialism and communism, and we're not going to go easily. I'm an old man. I've had a really good life. I have sons and grandchildren. I'll, I'll go to war for them. Right. Well, and here's the other thing. We're not supposed to alter history. We're supposed to learn from it. And if we learn of bad things or or, or, you know, stuff that wasn't good, you have to learn and don't let it repeat itself or don't let it perpetuate, don't let it keep going. You know, and then the good things in history, we, we try to, you know, continue to move in that direction. You know, but they want to alter history because they, it doesn't make them comfortable. You know, I mean, come on. Well, just don't get the – you can't go backwards. You know? Tommy, nobody's I'm, figured out a way to go turn back the hands of time. It is not possible Take your energy and put it in a cause going forward that makes something better that you see needs to be better in your eyes, whatever that may be, sports or not. One but, month I mean, ag- one month ago, we heard people wanted to tear down statues of Robert E. Lee. They removed one in New Orleans, what, three years ago. Now they're talking about destroying statues of Jesus. 
I mean, something has to happen. This is going to come to a head sooner or later. I don't know what the answer is going to be, uh, but people need to be prepared. As you said, we, we, we're at war. I, I agree with that. We're at war for the future of this country. The election in the fall is going to determine if this is still a country for people like you and me or if we need to figure out where we're going to spend the rest of the time that we have left. Because I can guarantee you it's not going to be a place you're going to want to be if Joe Biden wins and the squad is calling the shots. And we all know Joe Biden's not going to call the shots. Joe Biden doesn't even know what the shots are. <laughs> On any given day, he doesn't know what day it is or where he is or what ro- office he's running for. And, and it's sad to watch. Uh, yeah. We're just in some tumultuous times, and I, I pray for the best for our country. Well, you know, we're, we're, near, we're near the end of June. Our next podcast will be up either later this week or perhaps early next week. And maybe there's some more positives to talk about in the world of sports, whether that's NBA, MLB. Certainly, we have a big interest in high school, college and professional football. You know, you got the PGA Tour and other things that are happening. So, Trey, as we wrap this up, I just hope that, you know, some smarter things will start happening and people will put put their energy into doing something good instead of destroying something from the past. Yeah, well, we can only hope for that, Tommy. For All sure. right, Trey. Well, uh, we uh, I don't know if we is it really going to be Independence Day this Saturday? I don't know that we're still independent. We're not that independent. Not we're not, not as, as independent. We we're not as independent as we were last July Fourth. We know I'll, that. We certainly I'll know say that. that. I'll say that. But hey. That could be for another thing. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Chrysan. Please feel free to share it with any and all of your friends. Connect on social media. And uh, we, we always enjoy feedback. Don't, don't hesitate with any of that. And uh, uh, can get a message to Trey as needed if it's something you want to talk to him about or make a comment. We appreciate that at all times. Trey, you have a good rest of the day, good rest of this month, because July's knocking on the door. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tommy.